Hello, this is James Woodcock, owner of Yamaha Personal Keyboard Owner. This is YPKO Podcast number 10, which can be found at www.ypko.co.uk. was the main demonstration from the new Yamaha PSR S910 and you will hear many more demonstrations through this entire podcast. Now on the phone with me I have a special guest from Yamaha so let's go straight to that interview. Here I am with James Sargent, Product and Promotions Manager from Yamaha UK, who you may remember featured on an earlier podcast covering the Registic Plus. But now he is here to tell us all about the new instruments from the Yamaha range. Thanks for joining me today James. It's a pleasure. Welcome, James. How nice to speak to you again. So, Yamaha have indeed announced new keyboards and digital pianos to their impressive range. What can you tell us about the PSR S710 and the PSR S910? Well, uh, these new keyboards, of course, fit into the mid-range. They replaced the previous S700 and S900. Uh, And both models have some great new features, uh, loads of new sounds, of course, uh, a whole raft of new styles. Uh, There are some fantastic advancements over the previous models that we've seen, a big increase in sound quality, a big increase in playability. Uh, We've improved things like the display, the button layout, uh, and uh, both models feature 
actually quite a bit of, uh, of Tyros 3 in them. You'll see a lot of Tyros 3 uh, design concepts in these new models as well. So what are the main advancements over the previous S700 and S900? Okay, well the S710 uh, now basically features um, the sound quality of the, the previous S900. So it's a massive improvement in sound quality at, uh, at that point in the range, uh, a massive increase in the number of voices, uh, but more than anything for me, I think, is just uh, an increase in the overall sound quality and playability. Uh, the style section compared to the previous S700 actually now uses uh, a Tyros 3 kind of quality of programming. Uh, so we've got some uh, much more realistic styles. We've got some thicker textures, uh, bigger layers, uh, and that's partly due to the, the increased polyphony that we've got in S710 now. Uh, it now has a 128-note polyphony, the same as its uh, bigger brother, the 910, and the, uh, the flagship Tyros 3, uh, which has meant that the programmers can use much, uh, much more texturing in the, in the style backings, uh, and uh, a lot of the styles that previously we've only seen in the flagship models, now we're, we're seeing filtering down to uh, the smaller models in the range. Um, in terms of usability, we've included uh, a lot of features that we first saw in Tyros 3, for example, this very convenient one-touch setting information page where you can see all four of the one-touch settings in the screen at any one time. Uh, we've included the registration viewer, which does the same job for the registration memory, so you can see your own settings in the screen all at one time. Uh, and uh, some other nice little refinements, uh, like the multipad synchronization that, again, we first saw in Tyros 3, uh, is now included even in these, uh, these smaller models in the range. Uh, we've also uh, improved the display quality. It's much easier to read. There are some great new features uh, with uh, regard to audio capability. Uh, at this point, we've never been able to record audio before, but now on the new S710, uh, you can record your own performance uh, as a, a WAF file, uh, full quality audio track, uh, and save it to a USB stick uh, and make, making your own CDs very, very easy. Uh, and uh, you get a really high quality result from that. And LCD screen changes as well. Uh, yes, the, uh, the S710 uses basically the same screen layout as we had before in the S700, uh, but we've actually changed the colour of the screen, uh, so now there's a lot less glare when you're playing the keyboard uh, in dimly lit situations, perhaps if you're playing on a, on a stage, uh, or even if you've got poor eyesight, uh, this, this new screen is much clearer, much easier to read, uh, you don't get some of the, the strobing effects that perhaps uh, we previously had with the blue screen, uh, and it's much easier on the eyes as well. Music Finder has a new addition as well, but what has changed here? Well, on Music Finder, uh, we've now uh, added some new capabilities because previously, of course, uh, what the Music Finder does is uh, it's a list of songs and it ties the song to the most appropriate accompaniment style, which is fantastic for those uh, people that want to play with styles. But now, of course, we've got not only the, uh, the MIDI file uh, playback capability, but we've also got audio file playback. So now if you want to make the music finder choose uh, a MIDI file backing from the song memory or from a USB stick, or if you want to make it find an audio file from the USB stick that you can play along with, then you can set up the songs in the music finder to do that as well as uh, choose an inbuilt accompaniment style. So great for, for those of us that want to play along with 
uh, either MIDI or audio backing tracks, as well as play with uh, accompaniment styles. So after having a look at the keyboards myself, I noticed that rather than displaying cryptic song titles listed in the Music Finder, there are actually 100 titles that I assume were copyright free. So is there a need to change the Music Finder now, as we did in the past with previous models? Uh, you, well, yes, there is. Uh, as you say, we've got about 100 titles uh, in the Music Finder from the factory that appear with the, the real song names, but these are indeed copyright-free titles. Uh, so in much the same way as we've had in previous models, we would recommend that uh, you download the full real name version, uh, which is, of course, available either from your dealer or a customer can download it directly from YPKO, which is great. Uh, and they can have the full real name version. And, of course, if you want to add additional song titles to the keyboard, then via our Internet Direct Connection service, uh, then you can use the Music Finder Plus system uh, which allows you to download uh, additional songs to your music finder completely free of charge. And for people who owned the S900 previously, if they've got a dongle, USB dongle, so they can connect to the internet wirelessly, will that still be compatible with a newer keyboard? It is, yes. Uh, you can use the wireless connection or indeed uh, both the 710 and 910 also have uh, a LAN port so you can use a wired connection very easily as well. The PSR S910 and some of the new digital pianos include MP3 playback support for the very first time. So this has been requested by quite a few members of the forum for some time, but what is the benefit for owners of this instrument with this feature? Well, uh, of course, we've had this WAV file playback for, for some time now, but uh, WAV file, which is the format that the instrument records in, uh, is the sort of full CD quality, uh, which means that the uh, the backing tracks that it, it creates, the files that it creates, are very large files. Uh, MP3 format uses a, a, a compression technology to make the file sizes much smaller. Uh, and the major benefit of that is that on uh, these instruments that don't have the built-in hard drive, you can get many more files actually on your USB stick or, or your USB hard drive. Uh, it's, it's basically a more convenient way to get more files uh, onto your storage device at any one time. Um, we've actually tested the, uh, the playback quality of this MP3 player against the WAF file player, uh, and there's a very, very small difference in, in quality of playback. So we feel that for, for many customers, this is going to be a very convenient way to have as many files on the stick at one time uh, without a, a very noticeable reduction in, uh, in playback quality. Now, for those who haven't dealt with MP3 in the past, you're talking about a ratio of about 10 to 1. So, for example, if you have a um, one-minute wave file, you can get about 10 minutes of MP3 time for that same amount of space. Yes, exactly. Uh, one minute of uh, wave file is approximately 10 megabytes. Uh, and as you say, a one-minute MP3 is, generally speaking, about uh, a megabyte. So you're getting 10 times as much storage space uh, on your stick or on the USB hard drive. These new keyboards also include a more diverse worldwide style section with Indian and Chinese SFX kits. Is this to remove the need for a specific overseas model, or is there more to it than that? Uh, well, of course, for some time now, Yamaha have uh, included in their range of products uh, a specific, uh, either an Oriental model or an Arabic model, uh, with voices and styles for those markets. And uh, here at Yamaha UK, we've never imported those models because there's a, a very small percentage of UK customers 
that require that. But we do know that some people do enjoy playing these styles. Uh, and uh, now a new direction from, from Yamaha is that we're going to include some of this world music content actually in the standard range. Um, so, for example, in the new 710 and 910, uh, we have some new Indian styles, Chinese styles, Arabic styles, uh, and even some uh, ethnic Latin styles. Uh, as you say, James, all of these uh, come together with uh, some new uh, drum kits, uh, Indian kits, Arabic kits, Chinese kits. There are some new multi-pads for use with these styles, uh, which include some, uh, some great uh, drum riffs and also some fantastic new vocal samples which are really a lot of fun uh, and there are even new voices uh, for the uh, for the keyboard uh, that will work very very well so things like sitars and some of the ethnic flute type instruments and reed instruments um, one thing that I think is is probably uh, worth us saying for the the vast majority of people who perhaps might not instantly think that these new styles and voices are usable uh, is that particularly with some of the, the new voicing that's gone together with these, uh, this world music content, uh, I think you'll find that they are quite useful even in uh, playing Western music. So, for example, we have a, a new ethnic string sound, which is the big uh, Bollywood string section, uh, which is so popular in a lot of Indian music. Uh, it's a voice that we call the Watariat, but uh, the interesting thing about it is that you get three octaves of strings all in one voice, so it's a really useful sound for all of us, actually, to be able to use it to make a very thickly textured big string section for uh, you know, dramatic ballads or nice orchestral pieces. You can use these voices uh, in a lot of different scenarios. Similarly, uh, in the Indian voice section, uh, there are some new harmonium sounds which mix very well with some of the small pipe organs. Um, and uh, they, they're really useful sounds for, for everybody. So... Uh, you know, we shouldn't discount them as being a, a purely a minority interest. I think we can all get uh, a lot of fun out of them. And there's even a style called laugh, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some great styles, actually. Uh, and um, I'm, I'm sure that I'm not alone uh, at Yamaha in not really knowing much of this, uh, this type of music. Uh, however, we've been having a lot of fun playing with these new styles and trying to find songs that fit them. Uh, and it's something new and very fresh. Uh, that we can enjoy and you know one of the the great things about these instruments i think is you know we can we can take a song we can twist it and mold it and play it in lots of different arrangements and this might give uh, might give a lot of our players at home a little bit of uh, a bit of new inspiration and a bit of new interest something fresh and different to play with so do you see somebody with a s700 or an s900 considering upgrading to these new models uh yeah certainly um I mean, obviously, as with uh, any uh, time that a customer thinks about uh, an upgrade, we'd obviously suggest that you uh, you have a personal demonstration. But compared to the uh, previous models, uh, there is a massive difference in, in sound quality. Um, I think for S900 owners, they'll notice with the 910 a big difference in the style quality uh, and many, many more voices. Uh, in fact, with the S910, we've included pretty much all of the voicing that we had in Tyros 2. So you have a load of extra super articulation sounds, uh, many more mega voice sounds, which of course make the styles sound much better. Um, the whole thing plays and sounds uh, in, uh, like a much more professional instrument. Uh, for owners of S700, I think they're probably going to notice a, a really big change uh, compared to their instruments when they look at a 710 uh, or a 910. 
uh, it really is bringing a, a new level of quality into this uh, mid-range uh, price point. Uh, but the great thing about it is that we've kept the panel layout, well, pretty much exactly the same. We've kept the way the instrument works exactly the same. So uh, if you've already got one of the S-series products, when you move to one of the new ones, you won't have to relearn any of the buttons. You just simply enjoy the new sounds, which is fantastic. So for UK dealers, I know they've just started to receive the new instruments of the S710 and S910, but what are the retail prices, if we have a, a guesstimate? Yes, the, uh, the S710 comes in at uh, a shade under £1,000, and the S910 is a little under 1670 uh, on our list retails. So roughly the same as the outgoing models. And it hasn't just been keyboards that have been announced. New digital pianos in the shape of the Clavanova CVP500 series. So what can you tell us about these? Uh, yes, well, we're really excited about this new CVP range. Uh, again, in the same way as we've uh, done for the S series, there are many, many new features, new sounds and so on. Uh, for the first time, we're seeing the technology of Tyros 3 now appearing in the Clavinova range. And uh, not only do we have the great orchestral sounds, uh, the Super Articulation 2 technology that we first saw in Tyros 3, uh, but also for the first time, we've included our unique CF sampling piano technology in these instruments. So for the, uh, the customers that enjoy playing pure piano uh, or simply want a, a really good piano quality voice, uh, we've got a huge library of piano samples in these instruments. Um, the combination of the new pure CS samples for the piano voicing uh, and the new orchestral quality is really something. Um, we've also improved the speakers and amplification. Uh, we've improved the LCD displays. Uh, they've changed the cabinet styles, actually, on the, uh, on the two larger models. Uh, and the whole thing, well, it basically boils down to it being the best clavinova we've ever made. It's a very, very exciting instrument. The CVP509 also has something called a passive radiator speaker system. So please tell me that brings you a warmer sound with a name like that. <laughs> well, actually, this, uh, this passive radiator system uh, is very new for us on clavinova. Uh, it's developed from technology that had, uh, had first been developed by our hi-fi uh, division. And uh, not only do we have this new speaker system, but we also have in the 509, for the first time on any clavinova, uh, digital amplification rather than analog. Uh, and in fact, what we've done is uh, the instrument includes a, a total of four separate amplifiers. There's a, a, an amp for the rear speakers for the AFC system, uh, which, of course, is the equivalent of surround sound for a clavinova. Uh, and then for the front signal, we have three separate amps handling independently the bass, mid and treble frequencies. Uh, and the result of that is that actually the whole sound is much tighter. Uh, it's, uh, particularly on the bass and mid frequencies, it's much more controlled. Um, so perhaps it loses some of the boominess that perhaps in, in some cases, depending on where the instrument is situated, we might have experienced with, uh, with Clavinova. Uh, because of course, you know, these are big wooden boxes. We can, we can have all kinds of uh, issues with standing waves and things like that going on. So this new, this new system is, is a much clearer, cleaner sound. It's very crisp, very lifelike. Uh, it is a new sound for Clavinova, um, but I, I think the key thing is it's very much a hi-fi sound. Uh, and let's face it, now we have the 
uh, the sound quality actually in the voices to demand that we have the very, very best in speaker technology. And that's what we've achieved this time. And have the speakers changed at all in the S710 and 910? Uh, the S710 takes the speaker system that previously we used in the S900. Uh, and the S910 gets a, a new speaker system. Uh, so, again, I think that uh, our customers that are used to hearing the previous range uh, will notice a difference in sound quality with the new models. Tyros 3 introduced Ethereal Movie, an accompaniment style that allowed free play rather than being locked into a tempo. Has this new approach reached the Clavinovas? Uh, yes, it has. Uh, we know that uh, the free play style that we first saw in the Tyros 3, it has been so popular with our, our customers uh, it's such a useful style for so many different types of music. Uh, so we've given you some new variations on it. Uh, and in fact, the CVP 505 and 509 both include free play styles. Uh, the ethereal movie from Tyros 3 uh, is in there in a, in a new version uh, and sounds fantastic, particularly when you combine uh, the style with this new pure CF sampled grand piano for the melody line. It sounds beautiful you can really make some nice piano and orchestra textures we've also included uh, an ethereal hymn uh, which comes with pipe organ voicing and strings and that's so useful for playing classical music um, I was doodling around earlier today playing Ave Maria you can play some favorite hymns with it even a choir sound over the top works very very well uh, so for a lot of light classics uh, and uh, sacred music it's very very attractive I think uh, we've also included in the 509 uh, a style which we have, which is called Ethereal Synth, which uses some of the new synth sounds that we've taken from the, uh, the pro music range, the motif synthesizer range. Really, uh, there are so many things, again, that we can play with these styles, but I was enjoying Chariots of Fire earlier today, and it really does sound absolutely fantastic. Uh, and finally, in the 509, uh, something that I'm sure will be popular with many, many of our home players. Uh, we've introduced an electronic organ free play style, uh, which uses the new organ flutes settings. Uh, and you can just sit and play with the beautiful sound of the home organ uh, and some very Jerry Allen-esque intros and endings. Uh, you even get the sound of the old Lowry gold and harp arpeggio uh, on the fillings as well. So really, really attractive new free play style that we can all enjoy. Very versatile and uh, lots of fun. Polyphony is often stated as one figure. For example, 128-note polyphony. However, the CVP 509 states in its specifications it is 128 plus 128. So what is polyphony, for those who don't know, and what is the significance where the 509 is concerned? Okay, well, uh, polyphony, just to, uh, to recap for those people that don't, uh, don't know what this term means, polyphony is simply the number of notes that the instrument is capable of sounding at any one time. Uh, and the higher the polyphony, the better, really, because it means that we can uh, use much thicker textures in the style programming. Uh, it means that, for example, we can layer big uh, sort of layered sounds in registrations uh, and use the harmony feature, use the sustain pedal without notes cutting out. Now, 128-note uh, polyphony uh, is fantastic. That's what we have in Kairos 3, of course and uh, now in the S-series keyboards. In the CVP-509, uh, the reason we quote two figures there as 128 plus 128 is that this model is unique in offering 
128 notes of polyphony for the orchestral sounds and an additional 128 for the piano voice, uh, which is absolutely fantastic because it means that we can have uh, 128 notes of polyphony sounding with all the big orchestral textures with drums, strings, horns, whatever it may be, and you've still got full polyphony for the piano over the top. Uh, and that's great for our customers that perhaps enjoy playing these very big orchestral arrangements. Uh, you've still got a lot of capacity to actually play the piano live over the top without worrying about any notes cutting out. So with these being made out of wood, the important fact of what colour will match the rest of their furniture comes into mind. So what <laughs> finishes are they available in? OK, we have three basic finishes on the CVP range. Uh, every model is available in a rosewood satin, uh, which is a very uh, classic look. Uh, it'll match with many different types of furniture. Uh, every model is also available in a gloss black, uh, which these days is appearing everywhere, all over the place, on all kinds of other products, uh, hi-fi products, televisions, uh, even I've seen in the past couple of weeks, kettles and toasters and kitchen equipment in this uh, gloss black finish. Uh, which now seems to be referred to by everybody as piano black. Uh, so every model is available in the in the black gloss finish. And the 505 and 509 are also available uh, in a beautiful deep gloss mahogany finish, which will be, uh, I'm sure, very appealing for those of us that have got uh, more traditional furniture at home. And what about the retail prices? Okay, well, of course, every model, uh, depending on the finish, is a slightly different price. Uh, but to give you a little bit of uh, uh, an idea, and just quoting rough figures uh, for the rosewood finishes, then the new CVP 501 uh, is a shade over £2,000. The 503 in the rosewood finish, uh, a shade over £3,000. The 505 in the rosewood comes in at just over £4,000. And the 509 in rosewood... Uh, a shade under £6,000. Uh, obviously, if you decide that you want to have the high-gloss uh, piano black or the uh, high-gloss mahogany, then those finishes are uh, coming in a little bit more expensive, as you'd expect, uh, for those premium finishes. So, is the never-ending argument between acoustic and digital pianos finally over, or is it simply just preference? Uh, well, of course, I think that both instruments have their merits. And um, I'm bound to say that I think that the, uh, the digital piano really offers now for most people the most viable option. The sound is getting nearer and nearer to our acoustic ideal. The uh, key response and the touch we feel we've refined now to a, a level that is really very, very accurate indeed. And I think the key thing for pianists with this new CVP range is that actually a CVP is so much more than just a piano. If you want to play it purely as a piano, well, now it gives you exactly the same piano performance as our classical models. But let's not forget, with all of these additional features, styles, voices, the tuition features that we have built in, a CVP actually offers you, well, it offers you a new way of enjoying to play the piano. Uh, and I think for many of our players at home, It'll offer you a new excitement and new inspiration in playing the piano. Um, it's simply a brilliant, brilliant instrument. Uh, and if my bank manager is listening to this, uh, I'll apologise in advance, but I can't wait to get mine. I've just put my order in. <laughs> <laughs>
So if you want to hear a live demonstration in a concert environment, have we got that again this year? Uh, well, we certainly have. Lots of opportunities for people to uh, see and hear these new instruments. Uh, and, uh, of course, we have uh, our traditional autumn tour, uh, which is starting on the 26th of October. Uh, and that is with the irrepressible Mr. Peter Bartmans, uh, who will be winging his way from the Netherlands uh, and spending a couple of weeks with us in the UK. Uh, of course, you'll be able to uh, see tour dates in uh, all of the keyboard magazines. For those of you that are Yamaha Club members, you'll see it in the Yamaha Club magazine as well. Uh, and James, I believe you'll have the dates on your website. Uh, so hopefully uh, we'll see uh, a lot of YPKO members at those events. Uh, there will also be, uh, of course, the new CVP range shown at the Yamaha Club event at the Belfry in Oxford. So for the people that will join us uh, in Oxford for our club weekend, then we'll be very, very excited to show them the instruments in detail. Uh, and both Peter Bartmans and myself will be using the new CVP models in concert. Uh, so we're really looking forward to that. Keep an eye out on our website, on our uh, list of events. And of course, James, as always, uh, you'll get full details of all of our concert tours uh, so that YPKO members can uh, see all of the details on your site as well. The irrepressible. I can only imagine. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we, we like to bring somebody over with a little bit of character and, uh, and the Flying Dutchman certainly does that. Indeed it does. Well, thank you very much for your time, James. It's been an absolute pleasure and I hope to have you on again in the future. Thank you, James. It's, uh, it's been really nice to talk to you. And, of course, uh, from all of us here at Yamaha UK, best wishes, as always, to all members of YPKO.